guys this is Carrie with Fullerton Professional Organizing and I'm a little bit casual today and I've switched back to my craft room uh, tell me which room you like better would you prefer me to do my podcast in my craft room or in back in my dining room I don't do know that my dining room uh, has a focus wall that's a little bit prettier I was hoping that that would be what I had in my background here but it turns out I'm not at the right angle um, so all you see are my computer my printer and my door so we'll figure out this arrangement in here eventually and see what works better maybe i'll go sit on this little couch and uh, do my podcasts again but this one right here is going to be a little bit more casual and again today we're talking about how uh, we're talking about budgeting again and this is another idea this idea came from Ashley Lapato uh, Ashley uh, let's see let me find her her information she has well I will have it in the description box um, because I know you guys just want me to get started but she labeled herself as someone who was a spender and simply bad at money she had no confidence in herself and definitely had no control over her money and felt like her finances were just a mess now fast forward to today she has paid off twenty thousand dollars in debt saved up for fun vacations and home projects and now she makes financial decisions both big ones and small ones with so much more confidence all right and um what she did to get started was she read a book called you need a budget the proven system for breaking the paycheck to paycheck cycle getting out of debt and living the life you want that system changed her life so much that she uh, she now works there she liked the system so much she started working there and uh, sorry guys I just saw all the makeup <laughs> under my eye um, smudged so the first thing she says is we need clarity so we know what we want control over our finances and the confidence to pay our bills save up for dream vacations build our business plan for retirement whatever your priorities are but how do we get there first we need clarity on how much we can spend and clarity comes from knowing how much you make every month and um, this really does work because um, you do have to build in some fun money so that you don't feel like it's such a burden but she says have you ever asked yourself this question can I afford this this question is a cry for clarity and 
where do we go to find answers? And that's the bank account. And she talks about how you look at your balance and you go, okay, I have so much money in my account right now today. So what I need to do now is think, let's see, my rent's coming out, my blah, blah, blah's coming out, my et cetera is coming out. So if I spend this money on this item, will I be able to pay the bills and you make all those mental calculations in your head, right? She said, I'd pull it up, see my checking account total and think, okay, I have that bill coming and tomorrow and did the mortgage already come out and is it personal property taxes this month or next month? I think I can afford it. I'm sure it'll be fine. Okay. That mental math is exhausting and it got me in trouble more times than I can count because our checking account balance doesn't have all the information. So then she says, I'm going on purpose, a I'm going to propose a different solution. And this is our first rule. Give every dollar a job. I like the way she, uh, um, you know, one of the podcasts if you'll go back, they said every dollar uh, has a purpose. Here, she says every dollar has a job. And uh, I like that because it really does kind of shift your, your mindset. And uh, I like the way she changes the mindset on this. And we'll explain it a little more. Um, but she says... Um, she says, so I'm going to propose a different solution, and this is our first rule. Give every dollar a job. Back when I hated budgeting, I thought the budget was telling me what to do, which was to never spend money on anything fun. Now, I have to admit, I still have that struggle personally. I uh, am the type that I see fun, fun uh, cost money. So there's my struggle. I feel like I need to be responsible, so I struggle with um, spending money for fun. Now, my husband doesn't necessarily have as much of a struggle with that, although he has um, gotten a little bit better since we first got married. Um, but now we're at a place where we do have a little bit of fun money because when we first got married we didn't even have money for anything and if you've listened to any of my other podcasts on money you will know that our date night was 25 cent um ice cream sandwiches and when we he really wanted to spur, splurge and we couldn't even afford the uh, short stop five burgers for five dollars and that was a splurge so that was our first year of marriage and thankfully we didn't have to stay there uh, he did graduate from college he, he did get a full-time job and um, we've grown from there and we've learned a lot along the way because we did get ourselves in a lot of debt back then since then, we have 
dug ourselves out. I think we've been mostly out of debt for 23 years, other than our house and car payments. You know, we, you know, that probably wouldn't pass Dave Ramsey, but uh, we did have some, some debt, okay? Um, so, let's see. Um, she says, I thought the budget was telling me what to do, which was to never spend money on anything fun. We already talked about that. Who gives jobs to others? Who gives jobs to others? She says, employers, bosses, business owners. When I tell you to give your dollar a job, that's me reminding you that you are in charge, just like a boss is in charge of running their business and their employee and telling their employees what to do, you're going to treat your money the same. All right. However, what if you thought about checking in with your budget with the mindset of a boss checking in on their employees? There is no question of who is in charge. That's what budgeting gives you. You go from an uneasy or even antagonistic relationship with your money to being the one clearly and comfortably in control. So every single time I get money from my job, side hustle, selling something, I have to give those new dollars a job. And I start by asking myself this question, what does this money need to do before I get paid again? So she says, include, you know, your paycheck and any money that you're given or you make aside from your paycheck as well. Uh, all right, and then she says, okay, and um, a life planning tool. As you begin to give your dollars their jobs, of course, some are going to get boring jobs. <laughs> I like the way she put that, boring jobs, uh, paying for housing, utilities, subscriptions, all important things. But what I love about budgeting, and this was my big, my first big aha moment, is so much more than, it's so much more than that. A budget is truly a life planning tool. A budget will help you be wise with your have-tos so you can make room for your wants. Think about it right now. What would you love to have extra money for? And I'm going to tell you right now, I have an old, an older home. As you can see, some of the features behind me, uh, other than my decorations, uh, that door back there is not that cute because I have an old home that hasn't really been updated in a long time. So, now that I, my husband and I are empty nesters, the two things that we save money for are vacations and for uh, home updates. And uh, so you have to have a why and you have to have a reason and a plan. So she says, my other big aha moment is that the give every dollar a job rule also means your savings, which I just mentioned my savings would be for travel and for home updates, which we have to do. Even if we were to sell this house, these are updates that have to be done before we can even sell the home. So we might as well save up so we can, 
do these updates and live uh, uh, in an updated home before we even think about ever selling. So, um, now, so used to love, she used to love to do what she used to love to do is sit down in December and think about everything she wanted to accomplish the next year and for home things. Also, always for so long, my number one goal was to replace the carpeting in our last, uh, in our house. The carpets were pretty rough and I knew that it would get those, that if we, could get those done, redone, it would make the entire space look so much better. Just like me updating my home. I would love to get that updated so that, um, you know, we'll feel better about enjoy living here more. So I never gained any real traction with my savings and the terrible carpet remained. These went, this went on for years until I created my first budget using the YNAB mentioned. Um, YNAB taught me to budget my savings dollars instead of just lump them into one savings. And that is the website I believe that she has and... Oh, you need a budget. You need a budget.com. Um, so, you need a budget.com taught me to budget my savings dollars instead of just lump them into one savings category. So, I went through and allocated, sorry, can't talk. Some dollars went to emergency fund, some went to an upcoming vacation, and some went to that new flooring category. Suddenly things began, became so much more uh, real. Within a few months, she had saved up enough money to get her new carpet put in, and uh, that was a great accomplishment. Uh, and yes, she did start budgeting because she wanted more or to be more organized and pay her bills on time. But she says, I love that it's more than that. It can be used as a life planning tool to make sure that you get the things you want without stress. And that's the key right there is the stress. Because when you have people calling you for, you know, your bills, you have things... It, like that paycheck to paycheck it really is stressful so we are on board with rule number one give every dollar a job does this mean we have total control of our money yet no can you tell me right now the date of your next car repair how much will it cost your washing machine do you know exactly how many loads you can run before it's going to break down? And uh, we just recently had an issue with our washing machine. Uh, some parts had worn out and it wasn't rotating anymore. So it wasn't getting our clothes clean. We uh, found a video on YouTube and um, figured out exactly what was wrong with it. 
and it could have cost us just a few dollars to fix and therefore we knew that we didn't need to buy a new washing machine we just needed to get it fixed now we thought about fixing it ourselves but then ours looked a little different than the video well we went ahead it did cost that much it was like a hundred and fifty dollars to have a guy come out and since we already knew what was wrong with it one it kept us from um, being told something that could have cost us more you know it, it uh, you know trust but verify it kept us and the repair person honest because we knew exactly what was wrong with it we knew exactly what needed to be fixed and two um, he was able to tell us ours had completely dissolved that's why ours looked different those little there were some little things on there that we could have just replaced we could have ordered them and replaced them but because they weren't even there anymore that kind of uh, freaked us out a little bit but he told us yes we were absolutely correct it those things just deteriorated into dust he replaced them and here we had hundred and fifty dollars that we were able to get it fixed without buying a new uh, washing machine so and it's always good to find out on YouTube anytime you need to fix something either one you can fix it yourself YouTube will at least let you know exactly what's wrong so you're not cheated by any unknown repair person and that will save you money as well just have to throw that in because that was a real life experience for us this weekend and now we have his business card we feel like we can trust him if we need anything uh, and we asked him questions about our dryer and our dishwasher and um, he told us if our motor goes out on our dishwasher we might as well get a new dishwasher because the motor is just as expensive so that's going to also help us in the long run because we were able to ask him some questions while he was already at the house about the other appliances that he works on so don't forget to ask questions don't forget to go to youtube and learn something that will keep you from losing money alright so now let me go back to the budget savings in two uh, categories so um, she went through and allotted some dollars to the emergency vacation and all of that within a few months the carpet was being replaced and so it didn't start budgeting and I went to that so now unpredictable expenses we talked about car repairs washing machine etc now she says embrace your true expenses that's rule number two embrace your true expenses okay i guess we'll just i'm going to be proactive i'm going to start treating these less frequent non-monthly expenses like a monthly bill here are some examples of my truest expenses home maintenance car repair christmas or gifts tacky uh you know your pets uh, property taxes uh, all of those things that are you just 
know you're going to have to have, but you forget about because they're not things that come out monthly. Each month I set aside some money in my little digital envelopes for each one of these categories and before long I built up a good amount of cash. There's some others to get you thinking like if you have kids it'll be school supplies, you know if you have to have glasses, summer camps, you know all of those uh, holidays, all of those things that are not a, a monthly they have to have a little savings set aside for that what's funny is that right after that you know she had a bunch of things break down and she was able because she had already started budgeting she was able to um, walk right in and take care of those things because she had the money set aside and because she's been setting aside money each month for the true expenses I walked right into Best Buy and bought a new washer in her case she bought a new washer um, now let's take Christmas for example if you're budgeting $50 every single month then you get to December it's so much fun to think about everybody and to go out shopping without having to put the presents on credit cards and think how am I going to pay this credit card bill when January comes? So you've set the money aside and it makes Christmas and birthdays a lot more affordable with uh, cash. Now we're on to my favorite rule, she says. Rule number three, roll with the punches. This rule is all about giving yourself grace and it's one of the big reasons I think that this method worked for her when she had failed so many times before. Sad to say, I have thought I don't think there's such a thing as a normal month. Things happen, cars break down, friends unexpectedly come uh, into town to visit and the days where we just are not feeling it and we you know went out to eat um, roll with the punches means that we can recognize our circumstances and priorities can change and that our budget can and should change too because remember from the beginning of this session our budgets are supposed to align with our priorities so if we get new information that changes those priorities um, her best friend got a promotion she wanted to take her out to eat and she didn't have money set aside for that now I suggest you have a gifts budget that includes Christmas gifts birthday gifts or um, taking a friend out to dinner because she uh, received a promotion you could put that under gifts and just have that little category set aside but she now had to figure out where she was going to pull cut back and pull that money from and she had some money set aside to renovate her office and so she took that money out of that because she figured she could wait a little longer uh, and it was um, I guess she spent $70 on, on taking her friend out to eat for that promotion so things would pop up that I completely forgot to budget for. So if that happens to you too, remember you're not failing, you're learning. And it isn't it wonderful to think that budgets can be forgiving, not restrictive. So this is normal. The kind to so be kind to yourself, 
you've already taken a huge step in gaining total control of your money. Now, we have no cushion, no margin, and that's a stressful way to live. I wish I could go back. This was, she says, she wished this was her younger days before she started with this budgeting plan, and she wished she could go back to her younger version and tell her it doesn't have to be that way and to the rule number four, age your money. If you have to guess, how long does it normally take for a dollar to be spent after it arrives in your bank account? A week, a day, an hour? My goal was to age my money 30 days, meaning money I make today will be used to pay for next month's expenses. So she had to save up enough money so that she had 30 days worth of money uh, saved up. Now, younger me might have said, easier said than done. I'm barely lasting till payday, and you want me to save enough to be an entire month ahead in my bills. But eventually, I did just that. And most say you should have three months saved up, and then others say you should have three years saved up in case you get laid off. So, um... You, you know, it just depends on what's going on in your life currently. Uh, but following this method, I gained some momentum, and by focusing on my financial priorities and giving every dollar a job, I started to consistently spend less than I earned. My spending habits began changing to support my big picture financial goals. So that is great. Now, when I started tracking my spending in her app, I found out I was spending more money <clears throat> than I needed on things that didn't really matter to me. And sometimes you don't know how much you spend um, because I used to go to Dollar Tree once or twice a week to buy uh, inexpensive things for decorating or craft projects <clears throat> or parties. <clears throat> and um, I, it really does add up more than you actually think it does. So it's good to do this just so you know how much you're spending. And in her case, she says a lot of Chipotle and Cava is where her money was going. And she'd rather have the money to use on other things. Uh, I had so many streaming beauty sample boxes, planner accessory boxes. I canceled some but didn't feel bad about it. I felt in control because she realized she was spending too much in certain areas and instead of cutting it all completely out, she knew where she could back off a little and cut out a little, still have the things that she loved, 
but maybe not as much or maybe not as often. And so if you start following these rules, if you give every dollar a job, embrace your true expenses and roll with the punches whenever your priorities change, you're going to notice that your money starts sticking around in your bank account longer because you are actually spending less than you're earning. <clears throat> this is going to start snowballing. It will get easier and easier and one month maybe you'll, you've got a little bit more left and you go, wow, I don't think I need that for October. I'm going to set aside this money for November and eventually you're, you'll get to a point where you're a full month ahead and that is a wonderful stress-free place to be. Now, managing our finances and budgeting is a skill we can get better at, and when we do, our entire rule life benefits. We sleep better, we save our money, have better relationships, and we can build a brighter future for ourselves and those we love. How do I save money on food is a question that she gets on her website. And so we're going to tackle some of that. She said, I've stopped thinking about my grocery budget in terms of a month. Let's say on September 1st, I decide I'm going to spend $400 this month on groceries. Instead of thinking about the $400 and trying to spend all $400, she breaks it up by week and decides to spend $100 a week on groceries. And that way, she doesn't wind up getting um, sidetracked by chocolates and cakes and all these things that she could spend at her money on at the grocery store. And then wind up at the end of the month having to use up all the things that she purchased for the $400 and not have anything to eat. So instead, she does her grocery shopping once a week and um, she's able to maintain it a lot better. So let's see. Some unnecessary things. Uh, instead, I think I have $100 this week for groceries. That keeps me on budget and helps to smooth things out during the month. Two, I've come to realize that meal planning doesn't have to be a huge weekly project. It used to, I used to build it up to be this big, terrible task, but I've realized I like to have the same thing for breakfast and for lunch. I try to have leftovers, so that leaves me with really only having to plan dinners, which seems so much more uh, doable in my mind. And uh, I have some, I have a meal plan in one of my pre uh, newer podcast go ahead and check that out because I tell you if you have a whole month of just the easiest stuff that takes 10 minutes to cook and you fill your month up with all the 10 minute easy meals 
and then when you feel like cooking and then when you or have energy or you want to try something new you can add it in instead of the other way around having all these things that take up a lot of time and effort and then when you don't feel like it just throwing in some hot dogs this is so easy and it's it's a fairly healthy plan if you don't add in all the unhealthy stuff to it so you can check out one of my uh, my meal planning uh, podcasts and um, and get those easy recipes or easy ideas I'm not there's not recipes on there but they're really pretty easy so for uh, her she does but her plan is pasta she usually has pasta night a sheet pan meal a taco night and and a salad night um, and she suggests a pinch of yum and the rainbow chicken salad I'm gonna have to uh, check that one out um, and she also mentions well let me just read this to you what she says my favorite salad recipe is from a blog called a pinch of yum and if you search for rainbow chicken salad you'll find it I'm not even that much of a homemade person but I love that salad dressing and I think I make it every single week uh, Kendra Adachi is her meal planning guru I attended her session in Get Organized HQ last year, uh, 2020? Yeah, 2020, because this is 2021. Yes. Uh, I attended her session in um, Brainless Crowd for her. My favorite tip is the Brainless Crowd Pleasers. These are meals that either me or my husband can make. We both like. They're not crazy expensive and there's not a ton of cleanup. So I keep these in a special tag in the meal planning app I use, which is called Plan to Eat. And it makes it so easy when these are in my rotation. And then she talks about having some emergency meals set aside. And you can do that just by cooking you know especially Hirsch it's just two of them and with my husband it's just two of us so if you make one casserole and divide it up into four um, you you have some emergency meals set aside uh, but she says how to make budgeting a habit uh, how can I make budgeting a habit keep your budget where you can see it if you're using a paper planner do not keep it in a drawer keep it out on your desk so it's always top of the mind I kept mine out on my uh, countertop in my kitchen because that was where I had to see it every single day to um, start that habit of doing my uh, meal plan but now I did my whole uh, one month of meal planning and like I said then now I add in my emergency meals and um, I learned some new easy recipes uh, just by um, 
um, factor meals, keto factor meals, delivered some meals, and I started l trying to find recipes so that I could duplicate those meals and have those on hand as well. So our keto factor meals are the meals that we have on Fridays um, because we go out to eat every Wednesday and we have some frozen dinner on Fridays. And guys, if you are wanting to start a keto diet and you don't know if you will enjoy any of the meals and you like meals with a lot of flavor, we have eaten these meals for now two months and we have not yet had one meal that we did not like. Not one. And I am very picky about my frozen food. I like all of my food to taste like it was picked from the garden and homemade. Uh, even if I go out to eat on my Wednesdays for my date night every week, I order the same thing, almost the same thing at every restaurant. I always ask what the most popular meal is or what, or if I have some choices, I ask the waitress what her favorite out of my three choices are if she's tried them. And uh, because I don't want to pay for a meal that has no flavor. So, um, guys, try the Keto Factor meals if you really want to lose weight and eat low carb. You're diabetic. Um, they're delicious. Okay, let me go back to this. Uh, it says, make it a joy to use. Our budget should, of course, be functional, but it... Also can be pretty if you want to make it pretty. Use some stickers. I'm not going to go into that so much. Uh, she says, I said that a budget really is a life planning tool. So as you're building it, if you add in goals that excite you, it makes it a joy to use and you are excited to look at it. So you're that much more likely to pull it out every day. Um, and then she said... Um, and we've talked about the book Atomic Habits where they talk about habit stacking, you know, add it on to something that you already do every day. She talks about how she puts on a sunscreen or moisturizer on her face every day, but she wants it to sit on her face and dry before she adds makeup. So she uses that time to just open up her, her planner and do what she needs to do every morning and then she puts on makeup. So, um, and now she says, should I save or pay down debt? She says she did both. We actually have a, and she also has a free course on her, her website. Uh, you need a budget.com and that will help you to um, pay down debit and it talks about that. Uh, she says, how do you get your partner on board when you're not sure and you're just at the beginning of starting a budget? She says, date nights, 
take three use three date nights to start thinking about talking about his dreams your dreams uh and what you would like to do vacations what what kind of fun things would each of you like to do what are your dreams what are your bucket lists you know talk about those for the first three and then on the next one date start talking about how we you can save and do it that way um here's what worked for her first create a fun money category for each of you when uh you tell your partner hey i think we should start budgeting they might actually hear hey stop spending so much money or you are never going to be able to buy anything you like ever again which we no, is not true. So the first step is to getting a partner on board with budgeting is to show them it can be fun. I like to do this with fun money where you both get your own spending money. One for you, one for him and decide on a monthly amount. This becomes your fun money and neither of you gets to say what that is being spent on. Even if it's wasted, you don't get to say anything about it that's your waste money his waste money i mean hopefully you won't waste it but it's your fun money number two save up for something important uh set uh make a plan to save for something important number three have a regular budget date get into the rhythm where you have time set aside to talk and that's where she goes into talking about your uh you know talking about your future what you would like to do like vacations renovate the house you know all those bucket list things and pick something fun to start maybe should we go on a vacation next year or then look at it together about what it would look like to actually accomplish that pick just one thing to start and make it not about spending less but about spending more on something that really matters i used to dread talking about money but now i love these dates and getting on the same page financially and feeling like a team all right this was a long one but i thought it was interesting so let me um, do some reviewing here. Use, usually your bank account balance doesn't give you all the information. It doesn't know what other expenses are going to come up, such as emergency vet visits or how much you're spending on groceries. Budget with the money you have currently, not money you're expecting in the future, such as future paychecks or tax refunds. A budget will help you be wise with your have-to expenses so you can make room for your wants. Give every dollar a job. Check in on your budget with the mindset of a boss checking in with their employees. Whenever money comes in, ask yourself, what does that money need to do? before you get paid again budget your savings dollars too instead of one lump savings fund divided into categories that you are saving for embrace your true expenses treat less frequent non-monthly expenses like car repairs appliance rep uh, replacement vet bills 
like a monthly bill. Roll with the punches, recognizes circumstances and priorities can change, and your budget should too. And last, age your money. Have a goal to age your money 30 days, meaning money made today will pay next month's expenses. All right, guys, I know this was a little bit long, but I thought it was interesting. Hopefully it was interesting and you learned something, especially the in, the uh, the uh, meal planning to save money and having some fun date nights before you start budgeting to talk about your your dreams and your bucket list and then just start small little savings for fun and then for whatever you both decided on like vacation I think that this was a real helpful, this will be really, really helpful. And thank you for watching. I appreciate you.